This is Gresh and Fourier. But first up is precision passing. This is serious business. You see on the AFC side, you got Derek Carr, Tyler Huntley, Trevor Lawrence. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. That's probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> Andy Gresh. Right, so they're going to go down thing. the line here, go. okay? That's Soft it. hands, right, yeah. guys? The objective is to not get wet. Hey, it feels like we should talk about this like golf. <laughs> <laughs> right? This, this event, don't it feel like we oh, whisper a little bit? Oh, 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 look at who's oh. Nice. What are we doing? Christian Fourier. I got a good friend of mine, Nefeli Soto. He played for Cincinnati a little bit. He's been in Japan for the last three years. He's been talking about Yoshida for the last two years. You know, he's like, Alex, this is the guy. Gresh and Fourier right now. The fact sheet says it's five 45-minute rides. What? What? The PMC no, it winter no, cycle. It isn't. No, the, the, what? PM, the PMC oh, winter cycle it. is comprised of five 45-minute rides. Led by popular oh, local spin instructors. I thought it was like one. What? I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm an idiot. On WEEI. Lots to get to in this final hour before we hand it off to Jones and Mego. Coming your way at 2 o'clock. Oh, big photo shoot coming up. Are you? Oh, Lord. How quickly can we get through this on a Friday? Uh, Landman had to put on a collared shirt. I had yeah. to do up my hair. Gross. Yeah, and I'm doing like my buttons. hair at like, 6 a.m. And, and hoping to God that it holds. Like, again, another brilliant idea. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's take some uh, station photos after you've had headphones on for four hours. Yeah, and on a Friday. Your ears are dented and all that. And we'll it's, have to wrap up here at ghost.acaz and then come in and do the photo shoot yeah. and bounce. Oh, I'm 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 going full blown wardrobe change at the uh, 140 break. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna get the nice shirt on and ready to go, so that way we can roll right in there and be like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Express <laughs> version of this. I haven't had a, I haven't had a new picture taken well since I started here. I don't know how many years ago the freaking was. Did you get a haircut? Well, I needed a haircut anyways. Oh, really? This forced me to get one. Oh, yeah. Okay. This forced because I was like, because eh, I wanted to kind of like. I was like, yeah, I guess I guess I should probably cut it because this, whether I like it or not, this this is it for photos. Like, there's not they're not going to have another photo that they're going to use. So let's make it somewhat respectable, right? Let's try to like, hey, listen, oh, there you go, there you go. That's oh lord, oh that let's was that. from that was uh, that's probably copyrighted to a place I used to work at there, Coop. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, Coop doesn't listen to rules. Uh, but uh, I almost colored Wallace. my beard yesterday. Or I, uh, like last night, because I do have color that I can put in it. And then I was just like, ah, if I shave it down, I won't look like a guy standing outside a supermarket. <laughs> I can't grow a beard to save my life. So my face is all like patchy and like multiple colors. I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah, you're, you're like <laughs> Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, like, if they want the photos, they'll use them. I couldn't care less. Meanwhile, you know, GQ Jones over here. getting Ooh, You... Getting your hair cut. You got the nice glasses on today. They're the same you glasses know? I wear every stinking day. There's no, like, They just new... look fancier because your hair's cut. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Everything looks better. I got a haircut. Cost me 20 bucks. Uh, do you think people in normal business who, oh, I don't know, I don't know, hold on, let me rewind that. I don't know what normal business would be, all right? How about non-media entity? Okay. Like, you know, do, do they picture day two? Like, if it's in a law office, sure. do they have, like, oh, yeah, okay. Like real estate companies? Well, the real estate's the worst because those people want to be naked on billboards if they could to be able to sell five houses a year. Like, seriously, you'd have, like, laying in seductive poses sideways. Your realtors are, 
And again, they're great people, and they spend a lot of money in the media and all that, but good Lord almighty, they would love to have their own. It, it would be like a GQ photo shoot to be able to roll out all the photos. It's like, hey, I can really do a great job of selling your house. Now look at these 147 photos taken of me in different poses with different jackets or whatever on because I'm a realtor and I've got to have all kinds of different faces for the signs that I stick in people's front yards. <laughs> well, it's, it's like selling sunset. So listen, we should go quickly because like I feel like out of all out of all the the shows, we should really be the easiest group to handle. I would think so. This, this, they well, shouldn't have any issues. There's with a couple us. of things. Number one, we've been through this before. Number two, we are of the same height or very close. We're within an inch or yeah, two what of is each that? other. My point is like we're just no, no, no. Nobody's wearing listen, anything special. No, no, no. But what my point is is that if you were like seven inches shorter than me. And then it becomes, all right, how do we even these up? Somebody's got to stand on something. No, no, wait a minute. I got blocked the light over here or whatever. And it's just like, no, you and I would be pretty easy. I can't easy. pose for a photo with you guys. And, and again, it's, and it's not meant in a mean <laughs> way. But, yes, if, if Billy were in the middle of it, we'd look like an M. You know what I mean? <laughs> stand in front of you guys. Yeah, he would have to, like, stand in front uh, of the camera. No, we could like, right but, like, no, but, but, but we cut down on all that bunk. Lighting, all blocking, all that stuff. They have a nice little. There. They have a nice little setup in there. I'm not gonna lie. It's like they actually, they're actually they're spending some money on this. So there should be a little bit, little little fix yeah, it up really? over here. They'll fix it up over there. They got lots of lighting. Yeah, you know what you don't know. You got a month of live yeah. reads coming. I was gonna say next, uh, month, next week when you start to read Joe Schmo's photo uh, studio. <laughs> oh Hank's, yeah, Hank's photo screening. That's right. Hi, Christian. Graham God, Christian Fourier for Glamour Shots. That's <laughs> right. Two-time Super Bowl champion Christian Fourier has had his picture taken many times. However, I like to go to Joe's photos <laughs> when it's time for Christian to get his photos. It's like Major League. We got to ask. We should be. We should be going to Glamour. We should be doing. We got to ask shots. if we have the uh, the junior high lasers for the background. Oh, I think yeah. we need at least one photo. See, now- but I also like the photo where. One, you know, you're looking forward, but then there's a picture of you off to the side, looking off into the sunset, or something like that. Like, oh, with like your the, hand on your chin. Oh, like the ones that they would do, like the uh, the Kmart photos. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And they so would the, have the one where you're looking straight ahead, yep. and the one where you're like exactly. This. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, my grandma at? loved Jesus. Retha loved those. Hey, come on! They got twenty six ninety nine down to Kmart. We gotta go. Right, listen, it's like easy, it, it, Grandma. I am. Uh, I am all about the. Uh, we're not gonna wear blazers. We're not gonna wear matching flannels. I did. Well, you're the only one in a flannel shirt. Or no, that's no, not a flannel. That's what a is thermal. that? No, but that's like your. Uh, that, that's just a, a normal plain old. Like I have a button up shirt that I that I have that no, will change into. It looks like a. It looks like you're wearing long johns. <laughs> the best. What is that's what a thermal is. They just said, hey, listen, these aren't for sleeping or out in the wilderness anymore we're actually going to mainstream them so people will buy them as everyday wear that's what it is everyday wear. that's what it is it's usually it's like underwear thermal so under this is thermal underwear that has now become mainstreamed okay for people for men you know from yeah, from 25 to 45 so the uh, pro bowl no longer normalized however you're yeah. a part of a movement to normalize thermal underwear yeah. as typical wear yeah. amongst people absolutely comfy Warm. Listen, it, we are going to freeze to death this weekend. Tomorrow morning, we will be freezing to oh, death. So, get yourself a pair. Get yourself something nice and toasty. Uh, make sure you don't go outside for longer than I don't know. What does it say? You get frostbite if you stay out longer than ten minutes. Is that what it is? I feel like if it's if your skin is exposed to the elements yeah. longer than ten minutes, you will get frostbite. 
Which I have had, by the way. You have? I have had far yes. Not comfortable. My feet. Went oh, hot. I was going to yeah. ask what part of your body. Yeah, my feet. Boring. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I thought. Where else what would be the fun part? Your face? No. Your, your lower region? Your, uh, yeah. yeah. Your uh, twig and giggleberries. Yeah. No, that's where all the heat rests, though. That's where the, if you, if you're, if well, you everything cold, shrinks, you don't you know it's there. Your, you stick your hands way deep inside your pants. That's why you get your hands warm. Uh, you don't know that? Uh, no, I, when I, you're out getting uh, coffee or food, like when you're in line, let everybody see you put your hands all the way down your pants. Nah, no. Significant shrinkage. That's right. Mega <laughs> wants in on today's photo Uh-oh. shoot. Good Uh-oh. Lord. See what you did. And uh. I was going to try to segue from hands down your pants to Mego, <laughs> but you messed it up. Hello, Mego. Hello, guys. I'm coming back from uh, lunch. I was taking some notes at the bagel table ahead of the great Jones and Mego with Arcan Show at 2 p.m. What are you talking about? You're going to be the easiest show with this photo Easily. shoot. Absolutely. You're definitely probably... Probably the toughest one. High maintenance Mego is what we used to call it. Mego's taller than Jones, so right there, there's a problem. Yeah, high maintenance Mego. What are you talking? Yeah, we're the easiest. A bunch of dudes roll in. They don't care. We take the picture. We leave Mego. You do care though. You do care. And I've watched you do a photo shoot. When? When did we? When did your crew? You oh, that was, that, man was, magazine. that was for, <laughs> <laughs> who gave her this number? She's got you. No, She's that's got not true. That on was this. for See? charity. That I'm, was different. It was for a magazine. Listen, I'm with Mego. Listen, I, you're so high maintenance. Yep. You're the one who started the thing about how gross my feet are because I don't get pedicures like you do. She does have nasty feet. I'm not going to lie. Wait till the summertime. Tell Jones and Arcan, look out for the summertime. Mego's got that hammer toe going big time. Doesn't get and her feet taken care reset, of. They're gonna have to reset all the lights around because Gresh has that pale Pennsylvania skin. So good luck with that. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, that's yeah. But I makeup. I I put it on every Friday See? when I do TV. Super easy. I put the base coat on if need be. Boom. It takes me thirty seconds. NC forty two. I can't wait. I have my own profile. I have I my own profile at Sephora. Listen, Mego. Nobody's nobody is. Uh, this is the, the the we used to be. I used to be part of the sexiest show. Uh, at the radio station. Now it's the lowest maintenance show. Okay, no yeah, maintenance right. over here. Yeah. Low maintenance. We roll I... in, Mego. Listen, you guys think you're not going to wear blazers? I saw your. I don't have one hanging up in no. the other room. No, I I, them. Uh, yeah. that's not mine. I, I didn't bring one. Yeah, I I brought one because our instructions on today's photo shoot was just wear stuff. <laughs> that's right. Like, should we I was match? Say. I mean, I mean, you guys got instructions? Yeah. We, <laughs> no, show up? we asked. That's the thing because we didn't know. Like, we didn't know we'd we, we supposed to dress like Superman in Las Vegas Strip or something like that. I have no idea. We should have wore tuxedos. That's what we really should have done. With no. the cummerbund. Mm, yeah. I didn't even. Anyway. I didn't wear a tuxedo at either of my two weddings. So I'm, I'm not wearing one for this. That. Well, right. Mego, you'll be go. able to see. Just, you'll be able to see. We're shooting it I right know. after the show, so you'll you'll have a, you'll come come watch the the master at work. Right, because I don't have anything else to do at two o'clock. Oh, that's right, big show. Huh? How about that? <laughs> well, what's your what's your main right, topic? Bye, yet? Oh, see, see, see for, no, show. let's keep her on. Yeah, let's keep her on. Let's keep her on. Yeah, now, now, I'll see you now, in a minute. I'll right. see you in a minute. There we go. All right. So knowing Mega, she probably put her stupid dog in the photo. How dare you? All right. You don't need to bring the dog into this stupid dog. <laughs> I mean, it was waiting for her. She jumped off before I could mention the damn dog. 
Mayo likes to send me pictures uh, of her dog, like in random parts, random times during the day. It's like, that's the best. Random dog pictures. Why? Yeah. What's, what do you mean? Because dogs are better than people. Yeah, I'm not anti. Really I'm not anti random dog photos, but I don't need like Mego's bordering mute, uh, mute status on Twitter with all the dog photos. See, that's my point. It's becoming so it's, a little bit obnoxious. We get it. You have a dog. You rescued the dog. They almost killed the dog. You saved the dog's life. Now the dog is like your best friend. And if when she does get married to Mister Who, who is her boyfriend, who she won't allow us to know his name. Oh, um, I assume he looks like Rocky Dennis because she yeah, made him wear a mask. Yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming he must be hideous. We, we should start just calling him Rocky. We, yeah, Rocky. That's <laughs> When's what it Rocky going to come When's over? Rocky, <laughs> when does Rocky get let out of the cage and get to take his mask off? I'm going to run and run, take him for a right? walk. All of a sudden, when is Rocky going to have to go to the bathroom? She unmasks him and it's more like sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> Baby Ruth. Like, hey, you guys. This poor bastard. He must be a look. Listen, I ain't a looker, but I don't have to wear a mask. This is true. This is true. Although he walks around in a permanent Halloween costume, I guess. Yeah. With yeah. the mask on, right? Like, yeah, I know. I just, this is, this is the damn dog and, and Rocky Dennis. Oh, that is, Coop, get that picture off there. <laughs> that is terrible. That's the real Rocky Dennis, right? <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> terrible. <You're... laughs> I don't know why that tickles me. But I'm telling you, heartless. I was like, that's Look, so there it is. There it is. Look at it. At tickets. least use the one from the movie. Hey, you know what? I Maybe. know, right? Use the one from the movie, not the real one. Whenever Mego finally does unmask Rocky, then yeah. I, I, they tell, don't tell me that's not going to get sold on Twitch on WEI. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mego's big reveal. Yeah. That's going to be sponsored by. They get grabbing the mask, are ready to pull off. It's like, hold on, we'll be right back. And everybody got to wait three minutes. Oh, and then they do the unmasking, and there you go. <laughs> I mean, why else would she want him to roll around in a mask? That's the only thing that I can figure. I, I've never actually seen the real picture of the real Rocky Dennis. I've actually never. That's. That's the one I would choose. That's the right one to use. <laughs> They're both funny. I don't care what anybody says. Look at that. He's so mean. Uh, no, I feel so bad. Come on. It's a funny so photo. I know. I'm but not it's such a heartwarming story. I'm not. Poor lying. little guy was all teased, and then Cher like took him in and was like uh, you know, addicted to uh, drugs, and then you right. know Sam Elliott what was like the motorcycle yeah, boyfriend. Wow. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. One twenty-five. Gresh and Fourier here with you. Jones and Mego with Arcan coming up at two o'clock. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We're going to uh, what I would call empty the rundown, the stuff right, that we either it. didn't get to uh, <laughs> or feel like we might need to get to. But first, here's Cal and Quincy <laughs> talking Brady with Gresh and Fourier. Hello, Cal. What's up, Fourier? What's up, Cal? Hey, so. Um- it's different to hear you during the day, but you, you guys sound good. So that, that being said, Christian, um, I, I watched an, an article with um, they were ta- interviewing Bob Kraft about my Tommy. Um, I want him to retire <laughs> here and, and give him a one. So, so I'll tell you what. 
He only has one father, and it's not Bob Kraft. The kiss, <laughs> the kiss of Judas on the lips or whatever is all BS. You know it. I know it. It's all about dollars and cents with Mr. Kraft. Um, and that was evident when he went to sign his contract, Christian. So uh, Bill, Belichick and Kraft, um, I think they really gave it to Tom, and I wouldn't be, I would make them squirm for every inch. I, I tell you what, I would, I would totally respect Tom Brady if he said, "No, I'm going to retire a buck and, <laughs> and a Patriot." Oh, I'm just at that, that level painful. where it, 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 it would be painful, but the people would understand. The people yeah. really know football and, and and watch this kid give, you know, you know, less money every year to get good players here and, and be the good soldier for for 20 years and bring you six titles and get thrown away like a snot rag. I mean, come on, Christian. These people are just phonies. If you can't see through it. You're blind as a bat. All right. Well, th- thank you, Cap. Wow. So that is that is he brings up a good question. And I'll ask you, Gresh. I mean, should Brady hold a grudge? No. No. Because there's a difference between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. And to me Is there? The yeah. The to me, the grudge is against Bill, not Robert. There's enough goodwill, I think, between Brady and Robert that it's just a speed bump in their relationship. And I'm I'm going to position this more as human nature than being morbid. Tom Brady has dealt with his mother for a period of time where she's really been fighting for her life and her battles, and I think that's come out more and more. I think as Robert Kraft continues to get older, I think it will kind of wane from Tom Brady in terms of if there is any animosity because it really felt like it was very much Bill Belichick-based towards the end to where I think Bill and Robert, or excuse me, uh, Brady and Robert, no big deal. It's really about Brady and Bill rebuilding what I think in Tom's mind was what we once had. See, this is where I kind of disagree with you in a way. All right. Because... If I'm, you're like, you say you love me. I kiss you on the cheek uh, before every game, each side. We've had lots of great relationships. I've made you a lot of freaking money. I did. Okay. Me being disciplined, me being great. I made you a lot of money. The only person that has the power to fix this is you, Mr. Kraft. And you didn't do it. You let me go. Well, I'm not this and I got to stay out of it now. Sometimes you're the owner. You're the one with the billion dollars. You're the one with all the money. You're the guy that should have should have stepped in and said, "Not this time." So, in a way, my vindictive side, my okay, uh, big mistake side says, "No, uh, uh-uh, uh," because I'm holding a grudge. Because now you want to be my buddy. Now you want to be my friend. That's me. Okay, I don't think Brady's wired like that. I don't think he is. And Brady has also done different kinds of business with Robert Kraft that he's never done with Bill Belichick. No, yeah, and he will continue to. That's the other thing. He will continue to. But I just feel like Guess what's on sale at the pro shop or in Uh, what you can see online? All the different colors of the Brady jersey. Oh, well, that'll be like that for the next 50 years. Right. Okay, you can go get Bart Starr jerseys, uh, you know, or Terry Bradshaw jerseys. But to Cal's point, it's the whole, but like in the team shop like yes. right after the guy retires I th- yes. and it's like here's the it's white like, and the blue we were there and the first, red and all that but it's not even the Brady style that he wore when he was here it's the modern day Patriots jersey it's like it doesn't matter though he's he is always going to be a commodity for them like he's like that's why they're it's some it's like this 
residual income that they it's like a retirement plan. Like that jersey's always going to sell. If you were going to sit there and like the NFL will sit there and they'll do um you know, who has the most, you know, most sold jerseys, right? It was like uh, it was Mac Jones for a slight amount of time, a little there. bit of time, Top five. Yeah. But you don't think you don't think Brady has a has an issue when this was all said and done. You knew how like you know uptight Bill was, and no, you could jump in won. and just kind of no. Because in the end, Tom Brady well, won. In the end, he but played, still, he no played, grudge. He played until he was forty five. He also won a championship elsewhere, and I think a little bit of the grudge lessens if there is any towards Robert Kraft. Because the woman whispering in Brady's ear is no longer whispering in his ear. So you're saying Giselle had a lot to do with well, his yeah, decisions. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, obviously, hey, he made one and pissed her off and she left his ass. What does that say? So you mean she wasn't being like, Bill does not respect you, Tommy. You must leave. Well, he talked about it. Listen, I don't, I don't think this was like the Yoko Ono situation people are trying to make it out to be. Like, you know, he was married. They had children, right? I mean, and, and a lot of it, she was right. Maybe it did need somebody like an outside source who could, who was seeing it for what it really is so, he, so to convince them to stop being so delusional. Mm-hmm. They're using you. Every other player maxes out their value. You're take, legitimately taking less. Not not all the time, but there was, a, there was a, a portion of his career where he took less. He didn't kick the can down the road. He didn't extend it. He didn't do this deferred payment. He took less. There was also years where he was the highest paid player in the NFL. So, a fresh set of eyes can kind of snap you back into reality and, you know, and, you know, and it forces you to kind of see things the way they are. Here's what it is, and this is going to sound counterintuitive to the who you would hold a grudge to, right? Because normally you would say you'd hold the grudge for the person that you had the personal relationship with more. It than hurts the, more than the business. We love each other. We're friends. But it's but I think it's a little different. Why'd you in do this that one. dirty? Why'd you do me like that? To me, Brady and Bill, while there's no question they respect each other, that was a pure business relationship. Whereas with Robert Kraft, it crossed over to personal. See, this is why I this is why I hate these dynamics. Okay. Because it's confusing. Because uh, I used to hate it when the when the head coach was also the GM. Like who's who am I really? Who's it's like who do my the coach is telling me one thing and the GM is about the money. So the owner like has to be removed always. Yeah, always. Don't be friends with the players. Don't like break bread. Don't ask them out. Don't do all this stuff. Don't have dinner with them. Whatever. Because we I, listen. We can't be friends when I know. He's the coach has got to come to you. The GM's got to come to you and say, sign off on this contract. We're friends. You don't want me to you don't want me to maximize my potential, my earning potential? Like you're writing your name is at the bottom right hand corner of the check. So are we friends or are we you tell me when we're when we're doing business. And if you can't manage both of them, then they, this relationship does not work. Because I get I would get angry about it. I feel like I got like taken advantage of. Well, that's why you have agents because they're your advocate and they're the person that hears all the stuff. Like when they say you're ugly and your baby's ugly and your mama's muggly and all precious. that. You say precious. Now. There's there's someone very funny. <laughs> there's someone who is there to kind of cushion the blow or be the go between or something like that. But if if Tom Brady bought like Belichick's boat. The way Tom Brady bought, however they worked that, 
the house, the, the land, oh, the land to build the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's where I think it got. I'm going to use a word that can be taken the wrong way, but I mean it from the interpersonal relationship. I don't know if Tom Brady and Bill Belichick ever got to like the intimate portion of being friends. Whereas I think Robert Kraft and Tom Brady did on a certain level. That relationship between those two guys feels much more, and again, not in the carnal way, much more intimate than Bill, who most years looked at Brady as nothing more than a number. And Brady knows it, but Brady was also comfortable with it because the guy's got enough rings to put one on his wing-wang if he wants to and walk around and tell everybody that he's the greatest football player of all time, which allows you to make money for perpetuity. I just think that's interesting because you, know, you, you really you shouldn't go back to, when did he leave, 2020? That's his first year he left in 2020. Yeah, yeah. 2020 was the first year. You yeah. got to go back to like 2018 after the Super Bowl when, when that contract was up and they just gave him an extension and then they gave him the, or it was a new contract or extension, but then the, the bonuses were so unheard of. It was like the first year he reached them, right? No, twenty eight. Yeah, he was like it was like things that he never was going to achieve. Right, he got it, and but then he, and then the next year was like it was even. Like, There's no way it's going to happen again. I just feel like the fact that they were able to, which what it looks like, keep that relationship intact to me is amazing because I do feel like. You know, you know the whole saying, don't do business with friends and family. Right. It's like it's never gonna it's not it's not gonna end right. Like it it's just even in the best case scenario, like somebody changes their opinion and they want to do things a different way. I'm amazed that they've somehow it seems like at least from the outside to me, Gresh, like they've kept it clean. He was at his wedding. He left the Tampa Bay Bucks well, on you know, a freaking Saturday, which to me is Whose team do you work for? You're making my point. <laughs> so, so maybe I'm I'm point, and I'm amazed at it. I'm amazed at it that it's still normally. I would say this with Kraft, with all these guys that have left. Tom's also all a these guys. Guy, I think I know, they know that Bill Tom, is the bad guy. It's just amazing. It I is, think it a is lot a of good them guy, know bad, that. It's amazing. Which I don't, and that's my point. Like he's he's somehow you know protected by it. It's like he's insulated from you know blame. Hey, you caused me to do this. You forced me out. You could have stopped it. Vince Wolford, Dion Branch, well, Richard I, Seymour. You know what? Uh, Ty Law, uh, Lawyer Malloy. But think of it this way. All Robert Kraft did was enable Bill Belichick to do what he wants. On the whole. I don't know how many times Kraft has come in and said, no, Bill, we're not doing it that way. Um, but if you're a player... Don't you get that vibe when you're there? You played there. Didn't you know that it was, well, the owner is allowing this guy to do what he wants, so therefore it's this guy should be mad at, not the guy over it who who takes the time to talk to you. How many times did you – I don't even know. It wasn't Paul Allen back then, I don't think. It was. short period. He bought the team. All right. How many times were you around Paul Allen – where you got any sort of feeling from him that there was something genuine there that it that it did he ever come across like Robert Kraft in any way shape or form? No, that's why I loved Robert Kraft Kraft because he was just so different than Paul Allen. Paul Allen was a recluse. You know, we never saw him if it, unless his band was playing. Like I saw him one time at a Christmas party. He got into the elevator, and we didn't know what to say to each other. And I swear, 
like he got out, there was a puff of dust, and then like he was just gone. Oh, it was like a magician. It yeah. was like it was like the Pro Bowl games. Yeah, it was like he was it's like he had some, you know, gateway that he had used all his money to create right into just, a portal. Hey, yeah, yeah, like this is an I'm stuck with a player. Uh and so we never saw him. He was an absentee owner. He was never there. So, uh, to me, there's zero relationship with him. Right. So it was easy for you to be pissed at him when he didn't give you what New England would give so, you or didn't bring you back or whatever because even though it was somebody else that might have made the decision, in my opinion, it's the whole, well, this guy's out of touch anyway. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. So if Brady had a – if Brady had like a, a contract negotiation snag, okay, where things weren't kind of moving – do you think he would go over Bill's head? Like, you know, I say, listen, you got to push this through. If they hit real loggerheads, absolutely. Listen, what are we doing here? And Don't you tell him why? I'm talking to you, though, but you got here's you got to figure this no, out. No, and and that is I I've I've used this phrase before. That is what I would call championship and megastar dispensation. Not everybody would get their way with Robert Kraft to go to him. Uh, you know, for example, I'm just pulling a name out. If Matt Light, even in the heyday, got into it with Bill over a contract and Matt tried to go over his head, either he wouldn't do it or RKK would shut that down. But for Tom Brady? Yeah. That's Agre- a no, little different. No, I agree with you. That's There's a really, different. It really isn't. I, even like even when I think about the, the Joe Montana, I keep using him because it's the you know one of the best to ever do it, the, the easiest comp with Brady – there was somebody behind him waiting, like an, a future Hall of Famer who was ready to, it was like, it was obvious, we got to move on. The Pages were going into the draft. They were blindly going into the draft to replace him with, you know, and they weren't going to go into free agency. So I just do think that the one thing that was, that was, uh, that was, uh, noticeable to me is that when Kraft would say, would say, you know, a way of honoring him for, for a long time, right? So it's not, just the red jacket. It's not just, hey, do a one. It's something of major significance. A, and a statue is the only thing that I can think of that would really. And it, and, and in the craft way, we got to do it bigger and better than the other guys. Uh-huh. Ours is more important because how do you honor a guy that is that is perceived to be the best in any sport? You can't just give him what Jack has or what Ray Lewis has or Peyton Manning has. You got to give him something bigger, better, and like out of made out of some new material that nobody else has heard of. It glows in the dark. It changes colors. And Bill will hate it, but Robert is going to do it. And Bill shouldn't hate it because Bill will have one also. He'll have his own little monument park. He will. Bill will be honored and respected. And, uh, you know, reward it the same way. Can I ask, a, 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 again, a bit of a morbid question. Do you think that would still happen if RKK is no longer among us got to. when Bill leaves? Yes, I do. You do. Th- yeah. So you think Jonathan yeah. that would be and the organization. Stupid, yeah, that would be a stupid. Would, you're bigger than, yes. It's yeah. not just it's you're in the Hall of Fame. It's a museum. Right. Like, he is a museum. You would rather... Ju- they just need to build another wing to the Hall of Fame for Brady they and each Bill. Have their own. Yeah, yeah, just do it now, yeah. and then that way they can each have their own thing. And or like it's go. like choose your own story, right? What like in, oh, at some point in time it should be like, what if Brady never left? Woo, you go this way, and you have a whole new experience. Ooh, <laughs> that's actually not bad. <laughs> make it to, make it interactive. Send that one to Brian Moore. You could be <laughs> yeah. the voiceover yeah. in it as there well. You go. There you go. I started my run with Tom Brady <laughs> as this, and there's the touchdown catch, and then go uh, from there. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, Are You Done brings us home next. Original. Original. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Gresh and Fourier. On W-E-E-I. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Crash and Fourier. Are You Done is sponsored by Unified Office. If you run a business, you know the rough impact the labor shortage can have on your customer's phone experience. Unified Office specializes in keeping businesses from losing income and customer calls and revenue. Learn more at unifiedoffice.com. Billy Lanny, are you done? Nope, real quick. Another on this day. This is in the world of wrestling again. (laughs) On this day 34 years ago, Saturday night's main event. The Mega Powers exploded. Foyer, do you know who the Mega Powers were? No. Eighties WWF. Don't know. Two worlds coming together, and people were just their minds were blown. What you gonna do, brother? And Roddy Rowdy Piper. No, Slim Jims. No. Oh, Racho Man. Yeah, the Racho. The Racho. The Racho Man. That's right. The Racho Man. Mandy Savage. Racho Man. Randy Ravage. They had the the big. Foyer, it's the big handshake between the two. So they had Hogan, and they got Savage, and they're both looking around at the crowd, <laughs> and they're milking it, and then you see the hand come up giant, and then they go in, and you see the big handshake, and the roof like went exploded. off the building. <laughs> exploded. The roof exploded like when his music hit, because Macho Man like announced him as his partner. He did. And then it when was, they shook hands, it was insane. Oh, it was unbelievable. What a, a big, time. A big part of uh, uh, childhoods of wrestling fans, and if you were a fan of Saturday Night's main event, it was in that era as well. I hated Hogan, so I was Team Macho Man. You're, I'm watching it right now. It's freaking hilarious. Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Oh, the handshake. The hand Look at yeah. Hogan. <laughs> Full-blown roids <laughs> in uh It's in, amazing. In like, that video. Who would ever think a guy with like the horseshoe haircut like that could be so successful? <laughs> horseshoe doing that, haircut. Doing that without a beautiful head of hair. Just beautiful <laughs> yep. blonde locks, but he had, he had the horseshoe. big guns. And it wasn't even, you can't even call that a Kentucky waterfall. Like, that's not <laughs> even, old. that's not just mullet or anything. <laughs> that is... That is straight up Chrome Dome right yeah, he's, there. He's got horse hair now. I'm pretty sure he's just got a horse hair. On oh there. yeah, he also can't walk. Apparently, Hogan can't feel his legs anymore. Well, there was that. that I just saw that like, Kurt Angle said he can't walk anymore, so he put a video out saying he could walk because he had like a thousand back surgeries. Well, yeah, he did. He went to Man. Mexico and like di- it was like Joan Rivers. He died on the table, and his wife had to be like, "You got to bring him back. He's dead." And they brought him back, getting back surgery in Mexico. What? I'm telling you. Why ya. would you go to Mexico for back surgery when you have the best well. surgeons in the the world, like right here, if you want it. Well, because, uh, I, hey, I got the a guy. Surgery steroids that he was getting, and he probably got a discount too. You think he needs a discount? He probably got it for nothing because it may be one of those things that down poor in Mexico. Now? Is he that huge. like in debt with his ex no, and all the lawsuits? That, no, the Gawker thing made him rich again. Yeah. But you know, you know well, yeah, what? He lost everything because of the yeah, divorce, and then divorce, the, and then won all the money back. Well, now, plus I get some it. <laughs> now I get it. Now, now I guess I better get me a ticket to Cancun. There you go. Are you done? I am. Have a good weekend, boys. Uh, uh, Chicken Nick, are you done? I am not. If you are under the impression that the Patriots are going to trade for DeAndre Hopkins, Jeff Howe says it's, quote, a long shot, and it would be a pretty major surprise 
due to Hopkins' relationship with Bill O'Brien. Yeah, still Fresh, frosty, I believe huh? you were on that about two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. that if Bill O'Brien comes, you are not getting DeAndre Hopkins, and that's what it sounds like. Yep, I uh, I expected that, but good job by uh, Hal to uh, confirm that. By the way, Jeff Hal, another guy who beat beat, uh, beat the big C. Good are you job done? Him. Are, are you done? Are you done? I am done. Oh, yeah, All right. you done. Listen, I know it's, uh, it feels like the world's going to end because it's going to get so cold. Do you know what frost quakes are? Does anybody know what a frost quake Sounds is? Sounds like a cereal to me. No, it isn't. And we both love cereal. A delicious cereal. Yeah. Yes, right? With so, a polar bear on the front. Uh, just in case. Is there a quiz on the back? Frosted quakes. No, there's a maze. <laughs> a maze and a uh, maybe a word like, search. Yeah, definite words. There's all a the things maze? that I hate. Only during a Halloween. Uh, if you hear a, 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 a boom, okay, you might hear uh, some loud booms, you know, tomorrow night on, on into Saturday. Likely what's known as frost quakes. January rains combined with dramatic drop in temperatures tomorrow evening it would be the reason. Rapidly falling temperatures cause underground water to freeze and then the new ice expands, putting extra pressure of surrounding soil. And then you hear this loud, what you call a frost quake. So don't freak out, people. Don't lose your mind. The world's not going to end. We're not being invaded. It's just the water expanding because it gets cold. That's it. Just a quick little wow. public service announcement to all the friends and family out there and the FOFs who may be listening also. Are you done? Wow. Are you done? Are Absolutely. You done? Well, Don't die out there. Uh, I am not done, and I just linked this in for Coop, and hopefully he can get the video up for those on Twitch. Uh, do you know what's going on in Los Angeles, California this weekend, Foyer? Huh. What? Uh, mudslides, earthquakes, uh, random fires, acts of violence, what? How about NASCAR's clash oh, in the, the Coliseum. Coliseum? That's right. So uh, normally they would have these clash races down in Daytona, which I think they're probably still going to do anyway. I haven't checked. But basically this is a standalone event in yeah. L.A. where they go into the L.A. Coliseum. They pave... Uh, a an odd racetrack. It's a very. It's, I don't even know how they can actually do it. It's they should be go karts. It's more of a paperclip. But what yeah. they have to do is normally there would be forty cars on track. On this one, they break it down into heats and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Uh, they got the track it, down once again in L.A., and you see if you're looking on Twitch, it's how they kind of, you know, paved it and put it all together and everything. And uh, on Sunday night, it's like 8 o'clock at night. If you're a NASCAR fan like I am, you're just waiting and waiting to be able to see racing, and you're going to get it, even though they're probably only going to max out at about 75, 80 miles yeah. an hour. It actually is amazing. I saw this last year, the first year. they did. I can't believe they actually are doing it again because you're right. They race in heats because they're not allowed... They just can't have as many as many cars, cars, right? And it's such a quick little circle, like you said, a paperclip. It's just I'm amazed that they're actually doing it. I'm amazed that they were capable of, of creating a racetrack give, give in the middle of South Central LA. Yep. Because that's where the Coliseum is. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. So anyway, NASCAR this weekend. We will recap everything when Foyer and I are back on Monday. We'll have some Celtics to get to. We'll have All-Star games. We'll have Pro Bowls to get to. Maybe some Patriot news as well. Chicken Nick and Billy produced it, so if something went wrong, blame them. We are off to go take some pretty pictures. Jones and Mego with Arcan are next. Foyer and I see you on Monday, 10 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.